Hi, this is Herb Kressel, editor of Radiology, and welcome to a special edition of the Radiology Podcast. Today, we're broadcasting from the RSNA meeting where we've awarded the first Alexander R. Margulis Award for Scientific Excellence. And joining me is Dr. Stephen Duffy, who with his colleague, Laszlo Tabar and others, uh, authored the prize-winning paper uh, consisting of a three-decade follow-up of the two-county Swedish trial of screening mammography. Uh, Dr. Duffy is professor of cancer screening at the Queen Mary University of London. Uh, also joining me is Professor Alexander Margulis, who was my former chief uh, and professor at UC San Francisco and is the former vice chancellor of UC San Francisco School of Medicine as well. Currently, Professor Margulis is serving at New York Hospital Cornell Medical Center. And helping me, uh, as always today, uh, with the podcast is uh, Dr. Uh, Deborah Levine, uh, professor of radiology at Harvard Medical School, and most importantly, senior deputy editor of radiology. Welcome to you all. Uh, let's begin uh, with uh, Professor Margulis. Uh, Alex, uh, this award is named for you in recognition of your outstanding track record uh, as a visionary leader in radiology. In your view, can you tell us what's the meaning of the award? I'm deeply, deeply honored by this award. It means a tremendous amount to me. I don't feel really that I've earned it, but I still appreciate it. Uh, the award that recognizes scientific excellence in papers is hopefully going to stimulate young authors to compete for it. Thank you. And Alex, what would you have to say to aspiring radiologists, uh, researchers beginning their career who might eventually hope to win this award? Do you have any advice for them? Work hard and don't believe that what you are doing is finished. Keep working. Thank you. And now, uh, it's my pleasure to turn it over to uh, Dr. Levine uh, to uh, speak with our uh, prize-winning author on his manuscript. So, Dr. Duffy, um, welcome. It, it was such a pleasure uh, to receive this paper to our journal and to publish it. And I was just wondering, you're from London, and this is the Swedish two-county trial. How did you get involved in this research, and how long were you part of the research group? In the mid-1980s, my former boss, Nick Day, of the uh, International Agency for Research on Cancer, wanted to send someone to Fallon in Sweden, a uh, statistician, to work on this trial. And he sent me. And so I kind of inherited it from Nick Day. And since then, Tony Chen inherited it from me. Amy Yen inherited the statistical burden from Tony Chen. And all those guys except Nick Day are on that paper. And it's, it's actually, it shows that research is a real international effort. And you see that there are authors on that paper from Taiwan, from Sweden, from the US, from the UK. And it's, it's a point of great pride to be allowed to work on that study. And from the very beginning, were they planning on having it be such long follow-up? I don't know if they planned on it being three decades of follow-up, but they certainly planned on being at least two. They were 
always they were always aware that they were in it for the long run. Mm -hmm. And um, how easy or hard was it to track the participants? Because 30 years, 29 years is a, is a long time. And this was a two-county trial. Were the participants particularly mobile or non-mobile in this area? I suppose there were three things that were going for us there. One was that it's in the Swedish system, which is very good population registers, uh, keeps pretty good tabs on its population. The second thing is that, as you say, it's the population's probably less mobile than in many other places. In London, it would have been a much more difficult job. And the third thing was having someone as focused and determined as Laszlo Tabar in charge. I think a lot of it depends on the drive of, of Laszlo Tabar. Uh, absolutely. And what sort of funding and other support did a project of this large size need? It was originally uh, funded and run by the Swedish National Board of Health and Welfare. Over the years, various uh, various downstream projects from it have had funding from other sources, including sources here in the US, for which we're extremely grateful. But the major source of funding was essentially the Swedish Health Service. Wonderful. What advice would you give uh, to aspiring radiology researchers, or actually any clinical researchers in the current era? As a non-clinical person, it might be a bit in a bit impertinent for me to give advice in this area, but I would certainly echo uh, Dr. Margolis' sentiment. Never think that what you've done is finished. Keep working. And another thing that I would say is that I've noticed a motto about today a lot, patients first. And I think that's what's, that's what's most inspiring about medical research, is the patient. Absolutely. And we're, we're here at RSNA, and just last week in the New England Journal, an article came out about overdiagnosis of breast cancer. And I think uh, everybody who's involved in breast cancer screening is concerned about this. And their results were very different from the results of the Swedish two-county trial. And I'm wondering, how do you reconcile their findings with those of your group? Well, I would say a couple of things about these estimates of overdiagnosis. We should try to keep our perspective and keep our common sense here. It's difficult to believe that huge numbers of breast cancers would never progress or, or would indeed regress spontaneously. The paper in the New England Journal is based essentially on, on observed trends and in incidents and there are a heck of a lot of other things affecting trends and in incidents than just mammography screening. So I, I would say that if you look at some of the other randomised trials uh, which explicitly estimated overdiagnosis, they get much smaller estimates than, than this observational study in the New England Journal. Great, thank you. Well, I would just personally like to congratulate you and your group on a wonderful study, prospective, randomised study of screening mammography um, showing the benefits of its use um, over a long period of time. I, I found reading it very interesting and I think that we can all learn a lot about how to set up and perform research. So thank you so much. Yeah, I'd like to echo uh, Dr. Levine's comments. I think it was a wonderful beginning uh, to the uh, tradition that we're establishing on the Margulis Award. And in closing, uh, Dr. Margulis, I'd like to ask you, uh, what are your thoughts on the current challenges that uh, we face in radiology research today? 
there are two challenges and they're connected. One is funding and the other is people that are motivated to spend years of sacrifice before they can reap benefits. Thank you, and as you've said that, uh, 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 I was brought back to my days when I trained in your department, and one thing that you, you said, many things that I always remember, but one of them you said was there are no dead fields, only people with lack of imagination, and I think I've held that close to me over the years, and I, I'd like to add that to your comments as well. And I want to thank everyone for joining us. It's been a really fascinating discussion, and uh, Dr. Duffy, uh, congratulations again on the award. See you.